Okay, good morning. Here is Gustavo Hinojos and well, this is a new podcast I would like to share with all of you guys. Okay, so this is an experiment for myself. I already started doing some uh, social media content on, well, basically my platform. Most of my content is going to be in Spanish, but I would like to try to do something different, something in English. Um, so, well, let's let me tell you a little bit about uh, my background. So, I'm originally from Mexico City. Uh, I lived there my whole life. Uh, you know, I went to school, high school, college. You know, um, got a few girlfriends over there. Um, I definitely would recommend you to go to Mexico City for many reasons. You know, one of the one is food, street food. Uh, culture you know there's more than 200 museums over there so definitely that would be one of the high points or highlights to go to Mexico City it's something once you know all the borders and everything is open you can go and do that okay so after that I went to live in Guadalajara Guadalajara as well is another city it's a most if you go to Mexico I know when you're thinking about Mexico, you're just thinking about going to Cancun, uh, Playa del Carmen, and now it's uh, in vogue going to Tulum. So yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's something you have to do, you know, get a all-inclusive and just stay there, probably get some tours. I would definitely recommend you, you know, alternative. Uh, that's one of my favorites, especially because I work there, so I know what's the quality of that place. It's a really high quality. The tour guys are really specialized. They do care for their customers, and you would definitely have a good time experience over there. So, moving on, after leaving Guadalajara, uh, again, great city. As well, the food is amazing. It's in the same situation of, of Mexico City, a little bit different. Um, I would, for example, one of the biggest recommendations you would have to get if you go to Guadalajara is to get a torta ahogada. That's a most. You know, it's, it's like a French bread with meat inside and it's, you know, like, with a tomato sauce in many cases it could be a really spicy sauce and well yeah that's that's the most if you go to Guadalajara then also we have one of the central markets over there uh, La Central de Bastos where you can go and there's how can I tell you there's another dish special dish uh, called birria this is like a sort of stew uh, it's made of goat, but definitely, oh my God, so good. Again, and you go to this place in the middle of this Central de Bastos called Birria Aceves. And oh my God, you're not going to regret this. There's a bunch of ladies over there doing some handmade tortillas this size, you know, like really big ones. And definitely an, another experience. Uh, one of the things we did at that time, well, yeah, usually you could get a soda from them or you can get a, an orange juice. That's the other thing we did over there. We, like, literally kind of next doors to them, there's like this 
this shop where they do like fresh squeeze orange juice and that's one of the things you find a spot where to sit down you get your plate your bowl of stew uh, you get a taco or you get some tortilla handmade tortillas over there you can oh my god deep i'm getting so hungry right now it's it's really early i'm broadcasting all the way from bc british columbia at this moment i'm in langley but usually i'm located in either burnaby or vancouver so again welcome thank you for joining uh, and yeah Definitely, that's a little bit of myself. I, again, I went to, after that, after living a couple of years in Guadalajara, working for some major hotels, uh, I moved to Cancun looking for the tourism. Looking for, you know, because uh, when I went to college, uh, um, my bachelor is in management of touristic enterprises. So definitely I was looking, I was either thinking Acapulco, Puerto Vallarta, Baja, or just you know, definitely the, the the mecca of of tourism in Mexico, Cancun. So yeah, we decided. Well, basically, first it was Playa del Carmen. So we went to Playa del Carmen. We were buying a house there, but something didn't went as we planned, and then we had to move to Cancun. And yeah, a couple of years later, my first son was born over there. It was a really nice place to be. Uh, hot all the time and you know in the last couple of years there's been a couple of hurricanes that hit that area so but apart from that nothing bad to complain I always had a good weather over there there was a time there was a risk of a hurricane thankfully it didn't happen so on my time there nothing bad happens to us or our house or anything like that but for a very long time we were already planning on moving to Canada right so so we we actually applied to to come here to live here to to become permanent residents and eventually citizens that's actually our main goal to become a citizen so when when we first land in Canada it was uh, uh, two and a half years after my first kid was born when we first land we land to Montreal such a beautiful place very cold very complicated you know because uh quebec is being french it's it's a really interesting combination you know you have the french that the language itself has a culture behind it you know it's it's and even the way you have to talk even the way you have to pronounce it, it has to do a lot of things with it so so imagine you have the background of a language. Every language has something behind it. And you can tell how people are just by their language. You know, if someone speaks Spanish, you know, usually there's, there's a lot of things. There's, there's a lot of flavor. There's, you know, you, you, you go and look to Latin America. You go to look Mexico you know it's it's something you know and how they talk how you know how they express themselves how their ideas are expressed in their head you go for example you think about some asian languages and even how they write you know that's what why i started taking japanese when i was in, in high school and they you know they look the world in a different way 
they look from the other side. You know, they it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, they, they see things different. We see our books from left to right. They go from right to left, from down to up. I don't know. It, it's I'm not an expert, so don't take my word for it. But but yeah, it's it's how they see the world. It's how they communicate. That's that tells you a lot of things about people, about cultures, about history. So eventually, uh, where I was, French and Quebec and Montreal. Yes. So imagine you have this background, this fighting background, where 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 you want to be different, where you want to, 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 and it's okay to feel proud of your, of your language and you want to preserve it. But then you want to preserve it, but you want the good things from the other world. You have a combination of words in English. You have a combination of words in French and you want to make it, you know, in the flavor of your local, you know, area, right, of your modernity, right, so, so, so it's really weird, the first time, well, and, well, I'm gonna go back as well, I actually learned French when I was around 18 years old, um, I actually went to live to France, uh, before going there, I took some intensive French classes in order to to get by. Just you know the basic. Bonjour, je m'appelle. Uh, comment ça va? Je m'appelle. Je ne parle pas français. So basically, hello, how are you? My name is. You know, I don't speak a lot of French. So please slow down. <laughs> and yeah, basically that that was it. So I moved there, and as in any place where you go and you start talking their native language people get excited you know it, it's a it's a big gesture of acceptance it's a thing that that people you know like once they see you start talking their language you know it, it's you know they want you to 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 get you to immerse you know it, it's so something like that happens to me in Paris People were just so excited that I speak French. So, so I tell them, you know, slow down, please. And they were like, for five minutes, they slow down and then just keep going like crazy. So that happened. And I have to force myself uh, into, you know, talking French. So six months later, when I came back and I started taking my class again, I did a bunch of new words. So that was good for me. I was understanding, I was immersed in the culture, and uh, I even was able to watch friends in, in, in French. That was weird, you know, like, you know, that was <laughs> a, a bizarre experience. But interesting, though. So, moving on, uh, again, so my backgrounds, and, and I do speak Spanish, that's my mother tongue. And English, it's been with me for my whole life. I learned since I was a small kid. I was in a bicultural school. That, that's how I learned English. And that's one of the features that actually got me into Canada. You know, I'm not a, as brave as many other people who, who wanders into a different country without knowing the language. 
by choice or by, you know, just destiny. You know, there's many people uh, in the world that by, you know, decision or by by circumstance, they just have to move to somewhere else and have to to start, you know, again, from scratch and from, from zero without knowing anything, you know? I'm definitely grateful. There's a nice community over here who speaks Spanish. I don't feel that homesick because there's many stores, there's many things, even at, you know, those convenience stores where I can find products that, again, don't make me homesick. Definitely, I miss, you know, good food, good street food. But I'm able to do my, my stuff in my house, you know, delicious good stuff. And my wife cooks delicious, she's, she's really good. And again, for example, in my case, I, I'm into pizza. So, so I start just doing, you know, oven pizza. I'm getting good at it. You know, I'm still not a master. There's a, there's a lot of work in progress over there. I was able to find one metal bar or, or one metal, uh, what could it be? I don't know, like a flat surface of metal that I could put in my oven and also I could put it in my barbecue. And this gives me a great effect to make like sort of oven. Um, right now, guys, I'm actually, well, you know, just walking around, doing an inspection of some beautiful plants. That's what I'm doing. So, so yeah, that's why if I get interrupted, guys, I'm, I'm walking by myself and I'm talking. And thank you very much for, for joining me today. It's, it's actually the first time I'm going to do a podcast in English. Again, I already started with another podca podcast in Spanish. So that one is called Manejando. If you make the translation, that would be driving. Uh, the other podcast I'm doing is while I'm driving, driving home or driving uh, to my work, I'm using that time to to literally, you know, start talking about things that happen in life, things that happens uh, with the family and many other things. I pro I'm definitely thinking of doing some, something similar to this. Um, I would like, if you want to start the conversation, please follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram as well and on Facebook. Um, Twitter, it's a mixture. For me, Twitter, it's a, <laughs> it's the way I express, you know, so, so it's, it's a combination. There's a lot of things in Spanish, but there's a bunch of things in English. Um, if I found a really nice, interesting phrase, a motivational phrase or a good picture, it's going to be there. Um, definitely. I, I don't consider myself an influencer, but my, what I would be trying to do in general is to influence a change in the world, a change in what we do. For example, right now my goal is to take to recycle a hundred thousand recycled bottles. 
make sure they go to, to, to a recycling center. That's, for example, my goal, or that's what I'm doing right now on, on Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm telling Greta Thunberg, please, you know, be a change, a real change, you know, because what, what she's doing, you know, is like posting a picture with a cardboard, like, oh, let's strike. And she's, you know, that's useless. If, and I tell her, you know, like, tell your followers, you know, to start planting trees or do something or collect trash or recycle or, you know, use that powerful voice you have in order to make a real change. Because when you go to a conference full of politics, nothing happens, you know, you get a nice round of applause. People take nice pictures, you know, they, they make a meme about you screaming to people and, you know, politics. And, and then, yes, you, you get famous and you get a lot of uh, followers. Okay, so if you hear that, that means uh, I've been walking for a while today now. <laughs> so going back to the influence part. So yeah, be, be a, a change in the world, be, be a good change. You know, be someone that actually, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, for example, my kid it's, it gets so excited about, you know, planting trees and putting seeds, seeds in the ground and... and and now he's doing it by himself and, and it's it's a great project you know it, it's probably if we plant the seeds from the apple you know we're not gonna get a big tree you know in two months right but but if we manage to grow something and and then eventually get there wow that would be something but but now he knows how to do it he's he gets excited about that that's the influence i'm talking about making sure you know this young generation it, it's it's ready it's doing it you know it's planting trees you know it, it's otherwise screaming at politics is not gonna be a real change in the world you know I even you know like I remember I sent a tweet uh, to Greta you know like if you join the Scouts in your country probably you would learn more leadership options right so 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 definitely that's that's where i learned all this all this leadership right just uh leading by example and if you lead by example you're going to be able to follow someone who's a leader right not a boss not a screamer a leader right so so well I would uh, say that's kind of about it. You know, I would, uh, again, I would like to thank you for, for joining me today. I'm going to try to 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 update more stuff. And just, uh, again, thank you very much. My name is Gustavo Inojos. Uh, if you don't know how to, you know, pronounce it or to write it down, it's Inojos, H-I-N-O-J-O-S, Inojos. So, Gustavo Inojos. And again... My platforms in social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, you know, Spotify. So, so yeah, 
again, thank you for following. Please, let's start the conversation. You know, tell me. Send me a tweet. Uh, and then we can just, you know, start knowing what, what do we, you want to hear. Because uh, one thing, I actually start listening podcasts now that I'm walking a lot. I enjoy listening to somebody else's um, conversation, you know, different topics. How to start a, you know, podcast, how to, you know, do social media content, how to change the world, you know, that's the things I'm excited about. That's the things, yeah, definitely I'm not going to tell, you know, just do do exercise. I'm not, I'm not an expert in that. I'm not a doctor. I can tell you a lot about tourism uh, and that's one of my main focus. I'm, I'm, I try to, to share the places I visit, you know. Right now, mainly in Vancouver due to, you know, the current circumstances. So I'm not able to travel too much. But once I, I'm able and the, the borders are open and, you know, I get my passport again. Yeah, let's let's go for it. So in the meantime, again, thank you very much for listening. Have a great day. Uh, keep cool. Keep safe. And see you soon.